0: I want the fairy tale. I want the Prince Charming.
1: She, how do I put this, isn't a fan of my kissing style. So
0: we were boyfriend and girlfriend for about 12 hours. He's in a trash bin. He's non-recyclable. Catchy never.
1: I love being in love. I love love.
0: On today's episode of Where's Your Head At? We are welcoming Harry Jowsey back to Australia and into the Where's Your Head At? studio to chat all things public relationships, secret dating and raunchy reality TV. Harry is an Australian model, podcaster, social media personality and an entrepreneur who is currently living in LA. You may know Harry from Too Hot to Handle, Heartbreak Island, and Match Me If You Can. And if not, you would be one of his 4.2 million followers on Instagram who thinks he's also really good looking. Stick around to hear all the goss on Harry's dating life and who he would consider his perfect match. Where's Your Head At is a podcast that talks all things relationships, breakups, reality TV, trending shows, and everything in between.
1: This is your new go to destination for laughs, gossip, intimate details, advice, and much more.
2: Hey. Hi, hey, mate. How are you? I am so good. How are you guys doing? Good.
0: good Welcome good. back to Australia. Yeah.
2: Thank you. Yeah, it's been fun. I, uh, actually had food poisoning the first day I got back, so... Stop. It's
0: been,
2: I've only been... The first time I've ever had it. you guys ever had food poisoning before? No. Maybe
1: when I was, like, five, maybe, younger kid.
2: Oh, I don't recommend it anyway. It's <laughs> the worst day of my life because you have no idea what happened. Like, I had... <laughs> I'm just like fine and then the next minute I'm like vomiting everywhere. I can barely like walk. I don't know what was going on and I had to do like a bunch of interviews and like radio and like breakfast TV and stuff. So, in between the takes, I would run to the bathroom and vomit and then come
0: back. Oh, my God. Did you lean up a fair bit? (laughs)
2: Yeah, as as soon as it as soon as it was done, I was just I I came straight home. I was like laying on the floor. Holy
0: shit! Were you like am I hungover? I'm confused.
2: I legitimately because it's just like I'm not sick, but why am I like? Having like, why am I vomiting everywhere? Why can't I move? And
1: then the next morning,
2: I was just like, fine.
1: Just like nothing happened. Were you fine on the plane?
2: Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what it was. Like I thought I went and had lunch with one of my friends and I thought he just took me to like a really dodgy spot, but I didn't want to text (laughs) him and say, hey, like, are you going through this as well? Because I didn't want him to be like worried that he like poisoned me so i just like shut up and didn't tell him
0: he didn't tell him (laughs) you need to tell him you need to be like never take me there again
2: (laughs) no i just got insecure because it was like his treat and like he took me took me out and he got lunch (laughs) i felt like i didn't want to like feel disrespectful by saying hey like whatever
1: you fed me was it it a nice restaurant or was it a bit you know how yeah. are you oh, it was yeah. It was just like fast food, like dog shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably. Not. Well, he could have um, he could have splurged out and got you something.
0: Yeah, something <laughs> yeah. nice. Whereabouts in Australia are you from? Like, what state?
2: I'm from uh, Central Queensland, but I'm from this like shithole town called Yipoon. I probably shouldn't say that. It's called it's Upoon. It's lovely. <laughs>
1: not much going on there then.
2: No, not, but the, yeah, it, there's literally nothing to do. Like, it's yeah, it's just so boring.
0: So you you're home for Christmas, yeah?
2: Yeah. So I I decided to come back just. for the summer because LA right now is just cold and windy and just like there's nothing to do and yeah, yeah so I'm kind of just like
1: I want to see everyone Sydney's not much yeah. different at the moment though is it oh yeah the weather sucks <laughs> it's fucking terrible <laughs> it's worse yeah. than ever
0: before yeah. it's completely cooked
1: isn't it bad down there oh it's fucked.
0: it's it's worse than Sydney here yeah. like we're in like a full-blown winter like they were like there's like a full-blown
2: yeah
0: I've oh, just taken off my Jesus. jacket
1: trackies and long yeah. sleeves
2: Wow. See, I put my, my air conditioner on like 26 to try and feel like some sort of heat, to feel like I'm doing something
1: right. But you look out and it's like freezing outside. You're probably yeah. like, oh, shit. Um, you
0: were just on the morning show and you dropped, you dropped a swear word. Is that right?
2: Yeah. So... <laughs> So I, 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 did it, I did it on another breakfast like radio thing and I forgot that they were live on air and <laughs> for some reason, because I didn't, I haven't told my mum which is the worst thing. I didn't tell my mom that I was coming home.
0: Why? <laughs> <'Cause> like, <laughs> well,
2: because I just booked it. I just like came home and, and then I was like, oh, I should probably tell my mum And then she messaged me. She's like, oh, do you know, you like they're playing videos of you on Sunrise this morning. Um, I think they <laughs> think that you're like on the show and I was like, oh, yeah, I am. Like, I'm here in studio. I sent her a photo, and then she's like, wait, why are you in Australia? And then on air, oh, just before we went on, I told them about it, and then they're like, oh, any words for your mum?" And then halfway through, I started telling, like, talking to my mum. I was like, oh, shit, I forgot I didn't tell you I'm home. And then that's where it like,
1: came out. <laughs> did you know she didn't follow funny. you on, on social media and say that you're coming to Australia or not? She just...
2: Well she does But she's just like She's either drunk Or on her horses So she like Doesn't really like
1: See it that much So are you are you close with your mum then Yeah Yeah I'm a big mummy's boy
0: uh, yeah. I think she deserves yeah. A big Christmas present yeah, After you forgetting yeah, To yeah, tell yeah. her you're in the country
2: Well She's also like Getting married as well She didn't tell me that So I'm kind of just like <laughs>
0: So it's equal it, It's fair yeah. game
2: Yeah, yeah. I haven't even big. met the guy I'm like what? <laughs> what the fuck is going on So
0: you're gonna meet The guy your mum's Marrying this Christmas
2: Yes. No, she got, like, weird about it. She's like, oh, I don't um, I don't know if, if you, like... Well, I, I asked her. I said, hey, like, I saw a, a birthday card that said my wife. Like, that's kind of funny. Like, you guys must be getting serious. She's like, yeah, we've been thinking about it. Like, he proposed and whatever. And I'm like, what do you... Wait, <laughs> what? <laughs> I was like, well, I was like what, do you, what do you mean? What do you mean by that? And she's like, yeah, so we've just been, like, I don't know, just talking about it. And, and I'm like, mom, why are you talking to me like a politician? Like, what... <laughs> It's like if he asked you, it's either yes or no. She's like, oh yeah, I said yeah. So we're just we're just trying to just trying to plan that one out. I'm like, mom, what? Like, what you're the hell? Getting <laughs> That's how you're telling me.
0: Are you a protective son? Like, would you be protective over her and kind of like staunch him a little bit? Is that maybe why she's scared to tell you?
2: I think just because the divorce with my dad wasn't like fun okay. and wasn't that good, and I just like rekindled my relationship with my dad, so I think she's probably like a little bit like nervous about that but to be honest like i'm possibly the worst son like when she was getting divorced i was like go to italy find some young stallion and get blasted
1: like have fun so like i think yeah. that's a good
0: son <laughs> well yeah i think that's good advice yeah that's
1: good advice it makes sense to get over it <laughs> well don't you i read something that you um you were trying to beat your mum's body count or something <laughs> <laughs> yeah a, i don't know yeah what is that true I just,
2: I just, I just say some, sh- I say shit sometimes, but yeah, that was like when I was 17, she said like she was drunk and she accidentally like let that slip out. And I was like, I'm going to, I'm going to beat you on that. Have you
1: beaten her? Oh, by far. <laughs> <laughs> what are you on? What yeah. would you be on now then? Cause she said 200. What would you do? Yeah. i um,
2: Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, to be honest, I haven't, after I broke up with my ex, I haven't really been that crazy. So I'm, I'm above. So I don't know, it's 215 or 210 or something, but yeah, I don't know. I kind of slowed down cause I'm at a point now where I'm like, Oh wow. Sex is awesome, but it's so much better with someone that you love and like care about. Yeah. So I'd rather just like focus on like conserving my energy and, and not being such a slut. Cause that wasn't, <laughs> that wasn't very like rewarding to my soul. So now yeah. I'm, like, tra- I'm transitioning.
1: I am. Um, yeah. Anna and me have spoken about that before when I went through my little like hoe phase that like (laughs) you you feel like you're having sex with heaps of girls and you just feel drained and you don't like I was having like you know just my mates would joke put a revolving door in the front door so they just keep (laughs) well
2: it sucks it sucks because you feel like at the end of the day also you're not like building anything like substantial and then you're just like wasting I I felt like I was wasting people's time because I'm like oh well I feel bad because you're putting in this effort and maybe you have like a different idea of where this is going to go and I'm just like, I just want to hook up and then and then move on. And it, it kind of just, maybe it's the thing that kind of happens with age, but I'm kind of just like, all right, well, I don't, it doesn't like serve me. It's kind of just like, ugh. Yeah. No, no.
0: That's what you said as well, Matt. You no. were like, so Matt became single and for three weeks he was just like, a tornado, and I was like so stressed out. I was like, Oh my God, I can't cope with it. Every I, time I, called- I was
1: pulling a lot of triggers that yeah. had been sitting there for a bit. Oh, every, shit. Every, time he, every
0: time he would call me, yeah, I was girl. like becoming the most anxious person on the planet. And then after, like, when it hit week three, he was like, I'm exhausted. I'm depressed. <laughs> I'm depleted. I was like, Literally.
2: This isn't oh. good. Yeah, I think that's the worst thing. For like speaking for myself, and you probably have the same thing. Like, after a breakup, Everyone's like, oh, to get over someone, you've got to get onto someone. But like nah. the, for me, like that was the worst thing for me. <laughs> I was I'm crying. the exact
1: same. I quote, I, everyone says that and I say there, there is no truth in that whatsoever. <laughs> no, <laughs> like, there no. There is no like, truth in it. It does not work. Yeah, yeah. I would, like
2: there was one person and this is um, – and I haven't said this to anyone because this is the most horrible thing I've ever said to someone. But like it was this girl I used to see for a while and then she broke up with her boyfriend. I broke up with my girlfriend. And she just like needed someone. I needed someone as well. And we were like talking or whatever. She come over, we hooked up and she just wouldn't stop talking and, and just talking about like stuff that was like giving me like, just, just like unnecessary, like drama and like stressful stuff. And I turned to her and I'm like, dude, like the more you talk, the more I miss my ex. And I've,
0: <laughs> oh I've never, God. I've never
2: regretted saying something to someone before. And, and she's like, you don't mean that. I'm like, no, nah, like I, I'm genuinely like speaking from my heart like <laughs> it was this is this is so painful and I'm so sorry that that I entertained this and I'm so sorry for both of us because this this was a waste of both of our time. You see her again? Shit. Uh, yeah. Uh <laughs> No, no ready for- I tried <laughs> for- <laughs> no, I tried not to. But then I felt
1: bad and then yeah.
0: Uh, so so you did a pity so a pity kind of party
1: <laughs> comes in again she goes oh <laughs> you mustn't miss your ex too much yeah. she walks yeah, she's like well, well best of
2: luck with her and then she come over
1: the next day so.
0: well look speaking of your ex your recent ex is georgia Hazarati. you guys seem to be very on and off what's going on
2: um so we we've had like a very fun uh and playful relationship and i think yeah. it's it's always difficult with, like, public, like, involvement and stuff. But it's also, like, something yeah. that we kind of, like, open ourselves up to. You guys would know it as well. Like, mm-hmm. we post our whole life online. Like, especially when you're with someone that you're so proud of and you're so excited to be around. Yeah. Like, all you want to do is just, like, give them everything and and uh, put them on, like, this pedestal. But, yeah, me and Georgia, I think we just kind of, we went through the motions. There was a lot of things we both needed to work on. And, yeah, just this, this second time around with the breakup, there was just some things that happened that i found out about that i don't think anyone in any relationship would be comfortable continuing a relationship with and I, I i love this girl with my entire heart like there's not one person that i like regret losing more than that than her mm-hmm. like she's the most incredible intelligent gorgeous human on the planet but just for my own safety i just i don't know if there was a way for me to m- mentally move past some things that happened so i had to just be like okay well I love you and I want to give you the world, but I feel like maybe it's not the same way and, and I just have to take a step back. So that was genuinely, this is the darkest days have been without her in mm-hmm. my life. And I started therapy. I started focusing on like soul work and trying to build myself up. So it's been been a, been a very interesting process learning about myself and, and diving deep. But I, yeah, I just think she's, she's such an incredible person. And I, I wouldn't want to take anything like my personal problems away from how amazing she is as a human yeah, yeah. sounds like she really broke your heart man yeah oh yeah <laughs> like, yeah yeah Aww. dude you got some demons
1: there Come on. no i'm, I'm, good, now. I'm good, good now i'm good now all right i'll yeah, like, do my you best through the camera there i was like i'm <laughs> yeah. 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 having a bit oh, of an yeah.
0: emotional bromance all
1: right, Yeah. Like, oh yeah wow <laughs> <laughs>
2: You want I actually have my therapy after this. So <laughs> yeah. yeah. We can be in therapy, man. Come yeah, on. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> <here Uh-oh>. there. <laughs> so there's no hope of you guys rekindling then?
2: Um, I think for – I look, deep down I think there's a part of me that really wants something to happen again. And deep down I think there's just there's always going to be such a soft and sweet spot for her in my heart. But I don't think in the foreseeable future I could ever open myself back up to her just because, yeah, there's just the some sort of things that I just I don't ever think I'd be able to come, come back from. Is do you want to share? <laughs> yeah. I... I don't. I don't want to air air out our yeah. laundry. The thing is, if I start airing things out and she's not here to, to talk about her side, I feel like it's a disservice to her. And yeah, I have it's so. Funny much you say for that her. because
1: we have her in the waiting room no, right no. now. <laughs> oh,
2: oh fuck!
1: <laughs> <laughs> Ready
2: You're to give an
0: anxiety <laughs> attack now. Nah. Nah.
2: Oh god! Wow.
1: <laughs> oh shit! So chat about it away. No. Oh nah. yeah, no, right. god! <laughs> Imagine.
0: You've had some pretty famous exes and pretty like public relationships with georgia francesca and charlie oh uh, yeah yeah who's your favorite ex
2: well see i've never i've never actually dated charlie but oh. uh we were just hanging out it was like two weeks like she was going through some stuff and then things kind of just like sparked really quickly and then it just like dissolved really quickly as well okay. i think charlie's an incredible person. She's really lovely. I think my favorite ex would probably be Georgia because she's the most recent one <laughs> and, I still, and I still miss her. Uh, still
1: the <laughs> demons from that. From, uh, <laughs> yeah. Fuck. I might text her.
0: <laughs> We're pushing them back together. <laughs>
1: yeah. Fuck. <laughs> what about Francesca? How did that end eventually?
2: Francesca is a, a, a funny one and... Um, <laughs> that was I think we just we both just had some like we were just normal people that got on a show and then we didn't realize how big it was gonna get like you guys know as well like you just go on one of these shows and you never really you don't like you see it but you don't understand how it is and and how people's opinions and whatever else like get involved so it yeah it was a it was a massive learning curve and I met her when I was 21 and I was still wow. like in a whole phase and still still being crazy and, and I think that both of us just weren't ready for what we had an envision for ourselves in that relationship and and i think that that was possibly one of the best lessons and one of the best learning curves that i've had in in anything was was that relationship like she was she's awesome and and i have nothing but love for her no matter how much shit she talks about me and and how much (laughs) she puts me down online Um, (laughs) and, and just nasty stuff she says all the time for no reason out of (laughs) <laughs> for no, four years on what,
1: um, what are some of the worst ones
2: oh I just, I just people just keep sending me her tiktoks just like oh is she talking about you I'm like dude i I'm still blocked I don't talk to her. I I mean, I, I've got nothing to do with her so like I don't know why she's still like commenting about me or saying stuff or like commenting on tiktoks about me it's it is it is really strange but um yeah I don't know I just I, I think that uh that that relationship was there was just so many things I didn't know about her that come to light when the show come out and there was a different world of hers that was being hidden, and uh, yeah, it was just it was very toxic. So it was yeah. it was a again a great lesson. Wow, I'm really like PR trained.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you, are, exactly. yeah. no, you are. You've gone over <laughs> that <was> one. I was thinking <laughs> I'm like is good. He's <laughs> <laughs> really good. Yeah, this <laughs> <He persists yeah. laughs> A couple of times. You know?
0: <laughs> what? Are you talking to someone from Too Hot to Handle at one point?
1: Yeah, Chloe.
2: Oh no way. That's yeah, fun. I went
1: on a date with her on uh, one of our radio shows here, and then we were like chatting afterwards. And um, I was sort of seeing this bird who ended up being my ex at the time. Oh, and no. then so she found out through someone and then this pap told the girl I was seeing, Kira, and then like, yeah, and just all blew, blew up. It blew
0: up in it
2: that blew, face. It all blew up in
1: my face. No yeah, was... you
2: should You should circle back with Chloe because uh, that'd be a lot of fun for you. She's a sweetheart.
1: Yeah. Oh, oh she was great to chat to. We'd, um, I remember chatting on the phone to her a couple of times. She was a good gal.
2: Was she, was she going to come over here, or was well, she then? Well, it was
1: at the start of lockdown. Oh no! Yeah, it was right at like the start <laughs> of it. So there was not—we we didn't know what to do, like yeah. where we were going or what oh, was going on. We, you should—you should definitely not She needs a big Australian
2: hunk. Like she's a, she's a sweetheart. Put so. in
1: a good word for me, bro. <laughs> I, I,
2: I will. I'll be like, oh my
1: god, this guy's got a huge. cough. <laughs> <laughs> so say, say. <laughs> say, say that. So she'll,
0: she'll get here, and she'll be like, "Fuck." <laughs> she'll be like, Fuck. He
1: "Was not lying, was he?" <laughs>
2: No, you just have to get him. You just have to get him to the point where in the same room. And- oh, exactly. Yeah, the rest. That, yeah. 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 as yeah, long as yeah. you get him
1: back to it's, me. It's
2: all out the window. Yeah.
0: There was a rumor going around that we wanted to ask you about that you hooked up with Nikita Dragon. Yeah. Is that true?
2: No, this is this is one of the the funnest <laughs> questions that I always get asked. <laughs> I I think Nikita is. Uh, I think she's so sexy she's like she's a, yeah. she's a very lovely person she's gone through a lot of stuff at the moment so I, I wouldn't want to um, add any fuel to the fire but the funniest thing is we've we never had sex like we just we got really drunk one night uh, some things happened and then I woke up at her place and then she decided to take a photo of me trying to figure out where my clothes were <laughs> and then and then post it and I was like oh wow like at least oh, I, like, don't know. I, I nice. said to her the day like after she posted it, I was like like I could have I would have been so happy to get like a selfie or like something like after a shower where I look good or just like had like I just why did you get like I I look like I had man boobs like I was sticking my gut out I didn't tense like my legs look fucking like flamingos like why did you not make me look hot. This isn't more embarrassing for you that you hooked up with a stick and tank. So, <laughs> like, at yeah. least
0: get my good angle.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. But no, she's she's a sweetheart. Um but yeah, she's she's gone through a lot right now, so yeah, poor thing. Wow. But no, we wow. never had sex. For everyone asking maybe it's maybe one day. Happened? But <laughs> <laughs> some things Some huh? things happened. Yeah, yeah. We, we like I, I was really drunk and we just like kissed and like cuddled and yeah. There's yeah. no yeah,
1: there's not. there's no there's no fire without smoke Or smoke without fire Should I say Something would
0: happen <laughs> yeah. But they didn't go all the there way Well speaking yeah. of
1: um, Sex And like that sort of stuff <laughs> Who would be the uh, The Let's say biggest name You've hooked up with Oh <laughs> Oh I This is a safe there's, space There's
2: There's one person That I would That I would love to say But We have We have a really good relationship And she always like Texts me and says Like oh, I'm proud of you And um, I'm really happy for you And Whatever else and is like genuinely like a really good friend. So I couldn't
1: outer like that.
0: Is this Khloe Kardashian?
1: No, 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 no. I wish. I wish. <laughs> what what are they uh, what are they known for then? What can you do? Oh, no, if exactly I say it, like that then, then people get that Kyle she follows you. <laughs> <laughs> now,
0: so you're single at the moment, correct? <laughs> yep. Since getting back into Australia, have you hooked up with anyone?
2: I've my DMs have been so dry. Um, really? Yeah, I've genuinely haven't messaged anyone. Um, I haven't spoken to anyone. I've just been like working and like focusing on myself and like just trying to like soak in Australia. Like I haven't even seen any friends here. I saw one friend that I had like lunch with that time. But I've just been like, I don't know. I think because the original plan to come to Australia was to spend time with my ex and her family and, and get to know them. And we had like these incredible plans so, now I'm kind of here just like, okay, well, I need to to work on some things in myself. So, I, I haven't really... And I, I don't really have any interest to just like hook up with anyone or like message anyone. So, I started... I started saying to people that I'm only dating to marry from here on out like I don't want to be with anyone unless I like see myself marrying them wow. which I thought would scare people but it's had the exact opposite thing. Right? <laughs> yeah, I've had like
0: all these <laughs> people like me. My- <laughs>
2: Yeah. No, it's, it's scary. All these people are like, "Oh, okay, well I'm ready to get married." I'm like, "No, no, no." no. <laughs> like, like, well,
0: I feel like you and that right. are kind of like at a similar place in your life. Just oh, okay. from hearing you talk, I feel like you guys are kind oh, of really? like yeah. very at a similar place. How you're old are you? You're in that
1: point now? So oh, I'm twenty-five. You're twenty-five, but yeah, we're the same age pretty much. I'm twenty-six. Yeah. yeah, I think I think this is a perfect
2: time to because again, okay, it's gonna take a few years to, to be solid on someone, then you have to like get them pregnant, and then <laughs> you know, by the time you're thirty. You should, everything's good to go, so I, I think now is like the perfect time to like slow things down.
1: I reckon you got another another year or two. Just don't don't jump into anything. Just take it from my. Worldly advice of the year. <laughs> I extra I live <laughs> <The> extra, year. <laughs> the extra year that I've spent in the trenches. <laughs> just, yeah, yeah, yeah. Good point. Yeah,
0: well, I mean, we have we have a ninety five percent girl f- listener base in this podcast. So, oh. what qualities are you looking for in a girlfriend? Just in case there's anyone listening who could be like. A fan of yours
2: i think dating australians is, is, is so much fun like being in america and you realize like how um boring <laughs> like there's obviously fun americans but like the girls there kind of just like want to go shopping and, and they're
1: literal as well like yeah you say
2: takes... very serious yeah and they so come serious. here and like
1: yeah.
2: everyone wants to go to the beach and outside and do shit and like fun and can take a joke and can give it back so for me like i love like a big Personality and someone that has like a great sense of humor and also someone that's like very spontaneous. Like I think that was like my life is pretty chaotic. Like one moment I have to go there, and the next minute it's like in Paris or wherever else. Like this last like month, there's been like four or five different countries. Mm-hmm. So it, I I kind of enjoy someone that's like down for that but also someone that's like really goal oriented and someone yeah. that has like the vision of the woman that they're going to become and and they won't like let anything get in the way so for me like i think that is motivating and an, and an attractive like quality in a person and that's kind of something that i kind of uh, keep my
1: eyes on What's your uh, usual type then, look-wise? Oh, uh, <laughs>
2: well, if you look online, apparently they all look the same. <laughs> so um, every uh, every comment I get is like, oh, it just looks like your ex. So I don't know. I, I, I say I'm attracted to energy and like how people are to me. So yeah. uh, whatever.
1: <laughs> yeah. what's your what's your type Matt um Brune, it's pretty Brune, much the same as your type brunette yeah <laughs> okay <tits. cool. laughs> nice rig yeah yeah <laughs> nice smile yeah nice <laughs> yeah, nice, yeah.
0: Matt's, Matt's a big boob guy
1: yeah. oh yeah. I'm, a, I'm an ass guy I don't oh, mind you? a nice little yeah. okay alright there you go yeah. a lot of your exes yeah. that I saw were on the boob site as well no don't talk about his exes <laughs> like that <laughs> yeah please I'm still in love with them Come okay yeah, yeah that's Matt. right Matt. <laughs> here I am saying hey they're alright there could right. be the beef happening soon. Just don't put me in a room with them, bro. Oh, <laughs> no. Oh, no.
0: Okay, well, look, what's your thoughts on modern dating? Because obviously dating has changed a lot recently. There's a lot of dating apps. Like, are you on dating apps? Do you subscribe to that?
2: So I think that um – I've kind of stayed away from like dating apps. Like I, I was involved with them for for a little bit, but I found that like the conversations were necessary, like pretty shallow. And I think for me personally, like I, I already have like a online perception, so people can kind of get like drawn to that. So for me, I'm more focused on like meeting people out. And like if I meet someone and I feel the energy's right and I feel like they have a good heart, then. That's something that I'd rather pursue instead of you know sliding in as DMs or, or being on a dating app and, and just doing like small talk because I feel like it's kind of just boring now. It's just like yeah. oh you have a dog like sick like do you like butter chicken
1: like whatever who cares <laughs> what's your favorite you color I'm like what are you, do you doing like butter yeah. chicken? no
0: yeah. <laughs> how did you meet Georgia did you guys meet in person.
2: Uh, Oh, dude, yeah, of course we met <laughs> so I, I didn't finish that <laughs> sentence Yeah, no, we, we went together like eight months No, I asked her to come on my podcast And um, she was Yeah, she was, see, she was with this guy And she flew to LA to see him And then come on my
1: podcast And then just like moved in with me <laughs>
0: Well, she just never left.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> that's,
0: wow, that's cute. No
1: wonder you are still hung up on her, bro. That's <laughs> true. That's,
2: that's Honestly, it was it, well, it was probably the most like special thing that I've ever experienced. Like Aww. when we first met for the first like 10 minutes, we didn't even talk. We just laughed. And I, wow. I don't know. Like, I don't know why that happened. We didn't like – we said like, hi, I'm Harry, I'm Georgia. And we sat down and I just looked at him, just couldn't stop laughing. And she couldn't either. It was a really – Strange, like my co-host in my podcast was like, "Did I miss the joke? Like, what happened?" And I'm like, "I don't know. I just something about her just makes me so happy."
0: Aww.
2: Yeah, Aww. and now.
0: Oh, oh my god! <laughs> Can you please call her? Hey, <laughs>
1: <laughs> right, whatever wounds you would stitched off, we're just, we're just sorry. We're like, we're like taking, them taking up. the stitches out. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. Probably not the best transition to this question, but um, what's your love language? <laughs> Like what,
2: I think I think um, I rank them. I, I think that they're all valuable. But for me, like quality time. Like I just yeah. maybe because I have so many trust issues yeah. and I prefer someone to be around me all the time. But quality time for me just shows that like someone is interested and like cares about me. Time yeah. um, time's very And then valuable, obviously like so. physical touch and then words of affirmation after that and then the rest. Yeah. yeah.
0: Do you find it hard to date since being on the show? Because obviously – In the back of your mind, you're like, are you with me because of who you think I am or what I could potentially bring to your life?
2: I think that there's been like elements of like people like there was this one person. She was like, oh, yeah, fly me out. Like, let's hang out or whatever. And I was like, oh, yeah, you're really cute. Like, that would be fun. And then she's like, oh, let's make TikToks. Let's do this. And I'm like, oh, well, I wasn't really like I don't want it to be a collab. Like, I wanted to like spend time with you and get to know you. And then when we finally hung out, like. We went and had food, and it was fun. And she just wouldn't stop filming and taking photos. And that was the first time that I ever like got like a crazy ick from someone. Well, I was genuinely like, "Wow, I can't like drop you off quicker." And she's like, "Oh, uh, sending me videos. Like, post this on your TikTok. Make sure you tag me and make sure you do this." And That's
0: I, I kind of like,
2: I think you get a good read on people right away. That person was just like, "Yeah, I, I didn't get it right away." But but other people, there's. You know, I think you can tell like through messages and and whatever else. But I genuinely surround myself with like good people, and that's why I tend to just like gravitate towards people that I meet out and about because you can get a good read on them right away. If someone's sitting there, and you guys know as well, if someone's sitting there like filming you and taking photos, you you kind of like stay away from from that and Absolutely. that energy you don't really want that like you don't feel i don't feel safe around someone that's just like always filming
1: yeah,
0: yeah no, you're no. Not gonna,
1: yeah you're not going to pursue them in a romantic way if they're trying to take no photos way with you yeah do, no. do you yeah. reckon
0: that your next girlfriend will be someone in the public eye or will it do you reckon it might be just like a normal person
2: um i say never say never it's either look it's <laughs> i i feel like it's got to be like someone that just like rides horses and like hangs out and, and drinks <laughs> coffee and just wants to have kids or it could be like sweetie or <laughs> like someone like it could. I don't know. I just think that I would I would love to have like a, a normal like girlfriend. But it's also hard. I found with dating people that aren't in, in this like industry, it's also hard for them to like fully understand yeah. like the, the levels and the things that go on. And hey, like I say and do things online that don't necessarily like reflect my true character offline, yeah. but it's just to like get a reaction and it's just to get people talking like it's just it's the only purpose of it so it's hard it is really hard so I, I don't know it, it would be good to find someone that is understanding that I am a bit of a dickhead online yeah just to to get a reaction but yeah I don't know hopefully it, Maybe I'll meet someone while I'm here that just
1: is like an accountant and loves like going to the beach <laughs> and do like loves dogs and loves <laughs> do chicken. T- yeah. <laughs> no, it's definitely hard to find a girl that does that and they don't they don't get why you say stuff or what you do stuff. Like, yeah, I've had those issues. Yeah,
2: and also it's, it's hard like you talking about like your sex and like dating life and whatever else. Like I, I know like not a lot of women are, are comfortable, not a lot of people in general are, are comfortable about talking about that stuff mm-hmm. and i kind of put it on myself to be like hey like i'm on a, i've been on a dating show all about sex and i'm more than happy to like talk about it and be open about my experiences because it helps other people learn it helps other people like reflect and and maybe make their sex life better or maybe keep an eye out for things that they wouldn't be like necessarily like comfortable with or whatever else from my experiences so i know that being with a guy like me it, it is it is a bit of a hurdle to like Overcome and to like push that to the side, especially when you have you know your grandparents, your parents like googling and and just seeing like wild shit online. <laughs> <Yeah>. You're like <laughs> fuck. Shit <laughs> <laughs> take the internet
0: just, off everyone. Yeah,
1: just, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, speaking of crazy sex stories that come up, what is like one of your craziest sex stories?
2: <laughs>
1: just jump Sorry, straight. Uh, jump yeah. straight
0: into it. You shouldn't
1: have left that segue for <laughs> <Yeah>. us. We <laughs>
2: take that. <laughs> I think, I think the craziest one is I had sex in a cemetery when I was like 17.
1: Fuck <laughs> Fuck, I know, crazy. it's not very nice. What, <laughs> well, on like a bench or on like a tombstone or on like. A grave. <laughs> so,
2: so I was at this boarding school in New Zealand and the sister college was like, oh, oh, my hands are out of the screen. There's boarding school there, sister college is over there. And then in between is like this like park, but there is like graves. Oh my god But like The only like Dark areas in the park Are where the graves are So like That's where the trees are And whatever else So like I'm at a boarding school I don't have money for a hotel She's at <laughs> other boarding school She doesn't know what to do We're really into each other We just meet in the middle And then we just find A tombstone to bend her over And just, <laughs> just Go Go oh from my there So god. Yeah, that, was, that was fun Imagine
1: <laughs> looking above From above Looking down at your grave And being like oh.
2: I personally would want that I don't know about you guys. I personally would want someone to
1: yeah, just. I wouldn't mind you, To be honest, some young lovers getting bent over my tomb. I'd be like, you yeah. Yeah. At? yeah. At least you're making people
2: come from the grave, you know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, that's wild. <laughs> <a
2: lie on. laughs> yeah, no, that's good. On, good on you.
0: What's some crazy sexual <laughs> things that you're into in the bedroom?
2: I've, I've got a real profound um, recent love for like just sucking toes for some reason. Really. Um, yeah, I don't know. If, I don't know if you guys have ever experimented, but for some reason, I don't mind just putting like toes and and whatever else in my mouth. It just, it's not more. It's not for me. It's more so for the girl. Like I don't know if if you've ever had your toes suck. Like it's really nice and like fun, and I think it just adds like another like sense I to know. it. So. I don't know. I've just been like, yeah, just it. Do you enjoy?
1: Do you enjoy your toes being sucked or?
2: No, it's kind of scary. Like, why are you putting my? It's a man foot. Like, why are you putting on your mouth? Yeah, like, I know what that's being.
1: <laughs> yeah, like you're you're petite and lovely
2: and sweet and wholesome. Like, let me. Be weird to you. Like, don't do that. <laughs> don't do Like, I'm, I'm
1: disgusting. Don't do I'm, that to me. I'm the sick one. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm the one that's got issues.
0: Matt, we'll try that tonight.
1: <laughs> I've sucked toast before. Have you? Yeah. How did you find it? Yeah, it's fun, huh? It's not, it's not bad. Yeah, I've like licked it from heel to toe. Have you done that?
2: Yeah, yeah. i pretty much tried to put the whole thing in my mouth. <laughs>
0: that God, it has to be a little foot. Or
2: a pig mouth. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's 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 more for it's more for them. Like, I, it's not like I'm sitting there just like staring at her soles and like I, I need to come. It's more just like yeah, just, just enjoyable. I, I have heard of like I think Machine Gun Kelly. Like I I was seeing this girl that was hooking up with him at the same time, and she said that he would make her lay like face down with her feet like behind her back, and would just like fuck her feet. Yeah, which uh, sounds yeah. horrible. Yeah. Okay.
0: I was just like trying to picture it in my mind, and then I was like, okay, gotcha. A you.
2: foot job, really? But it, it's uh, sounds horrible. Like that doesn't. What's she getting enjoyable. from that? Yeah, you're, Probably like, you're gonna nothing. get a, like you're gonna get a rash.
1: <laughs> well, you'd assume you'd lube it off.
0: Lube the <laughs> Yeah, but still, like
2: fuck, like my I don't know. My, maybe i look at my feet and they're like crusty from like walking too much. <laughs> oh,
0: <laughs> you know, they're, like I hate I the word know. crusty. Fungus it's fungus so down gross.
1: there. <laughs> They're they're cutting all out. Yeah, Yeah, no thanks.
0: I reckon you're one of the, if not the biggest influencer or reality TV star to come out of Australia. Oh,
2: wow.
0: How do you stay so relevant?
2: Yeah, I think when a lot of people go on these reality shows and I'm sure you guys have experienced it with like people that you've been on shows with as well, kind of get like a crazy ego. They're like, oh, shit, like I'm the man, like I'm really cool, like everyone knows who I am and, and whatever else. For me, I made a rule that like I'm not going to say no to a- any opportunity. Like if a person has like 10,000 followers and they want to do a video together or they have like a crazy idea or whatever else. So for like the whole year after the show kind of came out, I just anyone who DM me and wanted to do something or anyone I liked, I kind of just got rid of my ego. I'm like, I want to work with you in, so- in some way. And it was my goal to be like, I don't want people to know me from to the handle. I want people to be like, oh, I don't know where I know you from, but I just know you. So that was yeah. the the biggest like pivot that I took was to just be like, okay, well, and the first time that this ever happened that I got recognized for something else, I was outside in and out. And this guy was like, oh my God, you're the guy from TikTok. I'm like, yeah, I am. Like, thank you so much. Like, Aww. even though Probably other people take that as a, like offensive. I thought that was really cool because I'm like, okay, cool. So now I'm actually doing my job like and I'm achieving my goal of not just being from this show. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I think mm-hmm. it's just like not having an ego and, and just being like just like going with the flow and, and, and understanding that the, the shelf life for reality shows is really short. And, yeah. and we, j- we all just kind of got lucky to be on a show and, and to try and like make it continue is just takes a little bit of work.
0: Absolutely.
1: I, um, that's one of the things I regret when I came off that I had people in my ear saying like, don't take these opportunities where I should have just, you know, jumped on anything and everything and like, you know, had fun with it all. Yeah. Yeah.
2: I think it's, it, is, it is the worst because a lot of people think they know exactly what to do when it comes to like reality TV. Like I had friends that were going to go on a show and they're like, oh, no, it's terrible for your career. It's terrible. It's like they, they don't know. Like no one knows except you. You have yeah. to go and do it. And and it is hard because you have all these people that you look up to and people that are like maybe a little bit more successful and they're telling you this is that or whatever. But I think deep down everyone's just like secretly jealous and they want to kind of like cut you off at the ankles. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, that, that was just the, the biggest thing is just like trusting. Just trust your gut and understand that it's just a bunch of people that don't know if it's going to be a success or not.
0: Absolutely. Will you go on another TV show?
2: Yeah, um, I've been, I've done a, I've done like five now, five or six, I think, and yeah. then I, I met with Ch- Channel Ten the other day, so I was like, oh, can you guys make me the Bachelor? Uh, really? So, <laughs> <laughs> I think it'd be fun, but I don't know. I think I. They said, oh, I think our youngest Bachelor is like twenty eight. I'm like, well, let's let's bump those numbers down. I'm twenty five. Let's see what we can <laughs> make happen. So you would who make knows? an
0: I, awesome Bachelor. Yeah,
2: you'd I would great. have so much fun yeah i would be terrible or good i don't know
0: you know what channel 10 would be stupid not to have you as the bachelor because i reckon there would be so many people that's applying. why he, that's why he
1: keeps dropping in every sentence i'm ready to get married he's yeah. <laughs> yeah. like i'm ready to that's get married it. yeah i have i have a bunch of roses over here <laughs> yeah. go at the end. <laughs> your manager yeah. and publisher being like All right from now on just say you want to get married <laughs> So every- <laughs> yeah, she's actually here. She's got a teleprompter. Yeah, she's <laughs> like saying you want to get
2: married.
0: Well, look, Harry, we can't wait to see you as The Bachelor in 2023.
2: 20, no, that's yeah. no, right. Really 20- oh, 2024. Oh,
0: 2024.
2: I actually yeah, I met I met the three guys that are the, the bachelor. Yeah I, I was like damn it must be a nightmare. Why is there three? Like that's crazy. But they're all really sweet and lovely. Okay. I, I don't yeah, yeah,
1: I don't know how that's gonna work, but they
2: they were telling me they got pretty loose. They're like, oh yeah, things got pretty crazy on there and we got told to like tone it down.
1: Really? <laughs> like,
2: oh, <laughs> yeah, I gotta watch it. <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: Fucking imagine <laughs> Harry on there. He'd he'd really exceed that. He'd make yeah, it right. completely um, wild. I would
2: be crying about my ex for the first like two <laughs> weeks and then I'd be like, okay, whoever <laughs> can put up with that. I'm ready to date you
1: <laughs> the first date when you're know, the first ceremony you're sitting there like yeah like she was everything
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah like oh George's favourite meal was this <laughs>
0: <laughs> what's yours
2: <laughs> she used to drink champagne oh god as well. <laughs>
0: Are you enjoying living in LA?
2: I think LA is incredible for uh, opportunities and like work in the entertainment industry. Yeah, um, Australia is always going to be home, and I and I say it to like everyone. Like I think when I find a wife and have my like everything like my life like streamlined, I think I'll, I'll definitely move back here and like start a family and and settle down because there's honestly nothing like Australia. But, um, yeah. yeah, I think L.A. is going to be there for the next, like, five, ten years.
0: What's the biggest difference between living in Australia versus L.A.?
2: I think in L.A. you can get shot at any, like, moment. Um. Jesus <laughs> <Yeah>. Christ. <laughs> I'll,
0: I'll, I'll stay here. Are
2: yeah. <laughs> no, in L.A.? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm, in, I'm in Beverly Hills. i, I got a place there. Beautiful. Um nice. But... No, I think, I think the biggest difference is like, I think in Australia, and this is not, I'm not trying to shit on anyone. This is just personal experience. If you tell someone you have a crazy dream, they kind of just like shut you down and kind of just be like, oh, whatever. Like if you say, if I told anyone here that I want to go to the moon one day, they'll be like, yeah, right. But if you tell someone in America, they're going to be like, oh yeah, I know someone that's building spaceships. Like that's how, I think that's the biggest like difference that I've yeah. seen. Maybe it's just personal experience, but- before going on any of these shows, when I told friends and people that I wanted to do TV and whatever else, people were just like, eh, whatever, you won't do it. But then if you go to America and say like, oh, yeah, I want to do this or whatever else, people kind of just like, oh, yeah, cool. I think you could do that. So that's I think that's awesome. the biggest difference. I
1: know may have spoken about this before. Yeah. Um, do you know the expression tall poppy syndrome? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think like no, exactly. I like said, no offense to Australia and that, but like here... Like you said, if you want to like go shoot for the stars and that everyone has like an opinion about it and they try to bring you back down to earth and they don't, want yeah. you, they don't want that for you sort of thing. Whereas I find, I just got back from the UK and over there, they are all like, yeah, yeah, go for it, go for it, man. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean?
2: It is really bizarre because I've always found that if someone in my circle is succeeding, it immediately like motivates me to be better and do better. Yeah. But if I was just like sinking piss with the boys like all, all week long and, and just working like a normal job or whatever, I, would, I wouldn't want to be better. I wouldn't want to elevate myself because yeah. we're all just doing the same thing. So I think it's more just like a deep down like insecurity. When I see someone else that's like super successful or like you look at like any of these YouTubers that have like all these cars and watches and whatever else – it gets like a fire in my belly. I'm like, damn, someone else has done this. Like yeah. someone else on the planet has made that happen for themselves. So there should be nothing stopping me from going and doing that. And that's, yeah, I think that's just been like the biggest, the biggest takeaway from being over there. It's like uh, everything's actually achievable.
1: I yeah. find as well that when I say when I'm passionate about something over here, a lot of people are like, Snigger Yeah snarl at you, snigger They're like yeah. But like In different countries Everyone's yeah. like Yeah Like that's cool man Like, <laughs> like well, Yeah You know Like you could do something with that But like here They're sort of like Like what you, you enjoy doing that You know what I mean Yeah
0: Harry What would you say The difference The main difference Between American And Australian girls is In your opinion
2: uh, Main difference is Humour Australian girls Just a lot more funny and, and outgoing And adventurous And I think Australian girls don't mind like paying for stuff and like taking care of themselves. Yeah. Whereas like I've got a friend, my best friend, he's dating this girl who sucks um, <laughs> and she gets like <laughs> mad. Like he was like, oh, I'm going to buy you a Chanel bag for your birthday. And wow. she's like, no, if it's not a Birkin, I don't want it. <gasps> got angry, got pissed off. He pays her rent. She has one of his credit cards. She never Woo! takes an Uber. She never takes any, like literally he takes care of her entire life. She doesn't work. She doesn't do anything. And she gets, the girls get so Angry if you don't take care of like every avenue. I was seeing this girl and she's like, "When are you gonna start giving me an allowance?" And I was like, "Yo, what? Like, unless you're mothering my child, I'm not gonna give you an allowance." Is the
1: sex worth the allowance? Like, for sure. Oh, yeah, yeah, Have to be some serious for sure. things for an allowance.
2: <laughs> yeah, I oh, know she she and she deserved it, but I was like, I <laughs> want I don't want to feel like this is a transaction because now, like, it feels like you're escorting and i I don't want any part of that no yeah yeah.
0: what's your plans for the future like what's coming up for you other than being the next australian bachelor
2: (laughs) um uh i filmed a movie which is really exciting um so i've just been focusing more on uh the acting front and working more towards that and yeah just just really trying to dive deeper in myself and focus more on acting like I've been filming filming a bunch of things doing a bunch of stuff with Netflix and whatever else so
1: have you done wow. acting lessons and all that to get yeah
2: for like uh the last like year I think like a couple times a week I have a dialect coach so I can do American accent because they all want your auditions in American accent wow. it's just um it's been one of the th- like it's really weird but as soon as someone put the idea in my head I was like oh why don't I just try it and see if I like it and it just yeah really started to grow on me, and then when we were filming, and it was like twelve hour days, I was sitting there like, damn, like I feel really accomplished. Like I feel like I'm doing, like, I feel like I'm a part of something that's like really special. Yeah. And it just started to grow like this, this like flower of, of just like love for for the industry. So yeah, wow, that was us. really corny.
1: Can you? <laughs> can you? No, give that's, that's you. Yeah, that's good. Can you give us an American accent then that you've been working on.
2: Oh no <laughs> No it's so embarrassing Please so
1: oh, This is your first You're an actor You're an actor now
2: No 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 No, no. it's yeah, I, No it's so embarrassing We're waiting for you I minutes. can't do it. Yeah, I was actually lying I actually can't do it
1: <laughs> <laughs> Well you obviously you, uh,
0: I was excited then
1: yeah. No no I, I can't I just I get shy
0: Okay, that's um, fair.
1: Well, you've got a you've got a uh, relationship with Netflix, so is that like a sh- a movie through Netflix then?
2: Uh no. So this this one, um, no this this is more is an independent film. But been working on a, a few things with Netflix, so hopefully, uh, yeah, movie and, and something comes in the, in the near future. We just I went to Paris with them for um, the Emily in Paris like premiere where we filmed a bunch of the the cast from that show and like their previous red carpet looks. Yeah, uh, I actually don't know if I'm allowed to say that. Uh, but anyway we did it it was a lot of fun it's out on the 21st but yeah so just been been working a lot with them uh, on the social team and so hopefully we can we can make a movie or something come together, but like a yeah. little rom-com where I actually fall in love with someone.
0: I also saw that you interviewed Lindsay Lohan. She yeah, is like my cool. childhood crush. She was amazing. Like obviously Parent Trap, we all were obsessed with that. Mean Girls. Was, mean Girls. Um, yeah. How was that?
2: She was so awesome. Was like she was, like, the worst thing was I felt so bad. So what happened with these like interviews, they say, oh, you have a fashion interview, whatever else. So, Lindsay was like, oh, I better, like, change my outfit because my outfit isn't good enough for a fashion interview. I want to make sure I look, like, really good. They they just don't know it's with me. So, like, I felt so guilty because she went and, like, she got changed and she was looking amazing. She was, like, really lovely and she's, like, standing there, like, really patient and sweet and wholesome. And then I just jump out in a stupid, like, pink outfit and like <laughs> scared the fuck out of her you're wearing what yeah. she wears
1: yeah on the movie yeah
2: and it was so that. bad because i could barely see in these glasses <laughs> and i also couldn't see anything with like i couldn't feel anything because i had these big like ski gloves on and i was like sweating profusely so she has like this random australian six five man beside <laughs> her sweating with glasses on in a pink outfit like yelling questions at her and like i and i felt bad because i couldn't really see if i had the microphone like too high or down low or wherever else and then when we got a photo Cause I had the gloves on, I didn't know where, if I, my hand was on the top of her head or on her bum or in the middle of her back. So I just felt... I felt so out of place I was like I don't want to disrespect her I feel horrible I hope she's okay but she apparently she loved it
0: you're such a sweetheart I feel like talking to you I feel like you're really like down to earth genuine like obviously you're an Aussie so I feel like you you sometimes expect that and hope that but it's nice to like properly meet you and yeah you're super genuine oh Um, I'm actually
2: acting I've been acting this whole time yes this is nice (laughs) yeah Yeah, I'm actually a piece of
1: shit wow (laughs) you've got this you've You've screen grabbed this as well. This is your audition tape. Look, I can play a nice yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This whole improv, yeah. I can, yeah, I can play a nice guy. put me on a rom-com. Yeah.
2: No, I appreciate that. Thank you so much.
0: You are very much an entrepreneur. You have your sunglasses line. You have your podcast tap in. Tell us about your podcast.
2: It's actually on a hiatus at the moment just because just had such a fuck around with um, production companies, whatever else. But yeah. it's kind of like this. We just hang out with people get to know people um, yeah. talk about like sex love dating have people on there that talk about you know ayahuasca experiences which is like spiritual yeah. medicine um, like business people have have people from like all walks of life there isn't really like any direction that it goes i kind of just like find people that i'm just interested in and just sit down and just chat shit for like an hour and, and see what happens but it it is uh it is it is a lot of
1: fun
0: can you tell us a bit about doing ayahuasca cuz we spoke to another girl from um the states and she was talking about doing ayahuasca and how it totally opened her mind up. And I mean, I don't really know a lot of people who have done it over here. It's not really no. as much of a thing as it is
1: in the US. Is carver sort of the same? No. Um, <laughs> no. <nah, it, laughs> trying so to, it's, it to it's
2: it's some- No, it, it was – when I first heard about it, I was like, oh, it just sounds like a bunch of hippies just like doing drugs and like tripping out and looking at trees. But when I like started doing more research into it and uh, like my business mentors and people that I look up to – they were talking about how they, they've they done it and it like changed everything for them and it really like made me like take a step back. So the company that I went and did it with, yeah, it was like an application process. It's not like you just go and, and just have a few sips of stuff and get blasted with your friends. Like you have to apply, they have like a homework that you have to do for the months leading up. There's like no sex, no red meat, like it's a very strict diet, no coffee. All this stuff to, like, deplete your body of, like, any, like, stimulants to get your, like, soul and mind ready for kind of what comes in. And then they have, like, for me, it was, like, a 10-day workshop. Now, not all the retreats are like this, but it was, like, a 10-day, like, character building, like, breakdown of who you are and, like, what you want to achieve. And for me, I lost a bunch of people to, to suicide the previous year. So I was sitting there, Sorry. like, what do I Like, how do I connect with these people? Like, my goal with reality TV and to be in this space is to just make people laugh. Like, you you know, you can reach out to your friends and and ask if they're okay, which is awesome. But for me, like, my goal is to just give my friends like twenty minutes or an hour per week to just laugh and get distracted, and then want to like have a giggle and and, like talk about it. So I was sitting there like, what am I doing wrong? Like, I want to be able to to level up and make sure that I continue to make people laugh, and that was kind of like my purpose in it, but. Yeah, we, we had uh, these workshops where you just fully like lose your ego. There was this one workshop where you have to, as soon as we get there, you walk up to someone that you don't like. So, and this guy walks, I, don't, I was like, I love everyone. This guy <laughs> walks up to me, he goes, I don't like you. I'm like, oh, okay. Um, does he know What did I do wrong? Does he know No, so? I've never met this guy. Never met this guy uh-huh. at, at this point. This is my first interaction with him. And, and I was like, oh, what did I do wrong? He's like, oh, well, I just don't like how you look. I feel like you... Um, kind of get whatever you want and I feel like you're the type of guy that um, is just a dickhead and, and just like a jock essentially and you would bully me. And I was like, wow, man, thank like thank you. Thank you for saying that. Like That's really wow. wild. So then you just tell each other things that you assume about that person and then kind of break down their character and then at the end of it, you have to tell them your deepest secret. No matter what it is, you have to say it. You have to spit it out. And it was the most like scary thing to do that and to talk about it. And then there was other things where you had to like, figure out um, like your masculine energy and then feel what feminine energy feels like where there's exercises where you're just like paired up with each other and just like talking about things. But aside from that, when we did the ayahuasca, all that stuff like benefited it. So the first night that I, we did it three times. So the first night you kind of, when you try anything, you kind of just don't know what what it is or what, what's going to happen and whatever else. And I kind of did it, and I sat down. I was like, "Okay, like this is just some stupid drug, or whatever." But when people said to me it's a medicine, it made sense the first time I did it because I was laying there in this in this hut in Costa Rica, laying still. I had my eyes open, and nothing was happening. I was like, "Okay, well, this is a waste. Maybe I need to get more." But then, as soon as you close your eyes, that's kind of when it all comes on, and and everything kind of happens. And it took me to very specific memories with my brother and my dad. And it was things that I've been suppressing for such a long time that just overwhelmed me with emotion like I don't, I didn't at the time, I didn't have a great relationship with my dad or my brother, it's always been like combative. Anytime I speak to them or engage with them, it's just always with rage. And it was kind of one of those things that I was like, I don't need you, I'm an adult, I can push it to the side. So for the whole like, time on the first night, I was just sitting there crying because I just had an overwhelming amount of love for for having my best friend, which is my brother as a kid. And just like, it was like real random memories of like jumping on a trampoline in the rain and like jumping up and climbing up a tree and then, bee, then it would snap, beekeeping with my dad where we were harvesting honey and I was so excited about having a beehive and then it would snap again. We'd be in the digging up potatoes and just like looking at my dad and like, wow, I fucking love this person. Like this person is just so amazing. Why would I let this go? Wow. So I was sitting there just like overwhelmed with just love and appreciation for them. And the next day, like when, when it all was like done, I texted him, I told him how much I love him. And my brother's like, what the fuck is wrong with you? I was like, oh <laughs> shit, I did the ayahuasca. You guys didn't go through what I went through. So <laughs> I was like, oh, I'm so sorry. I'll, I'll explain later. Um, but then the second time we did it, so I had, I had one cup the first night. The second night I did four because I'm like, oh, I want to see how far deep I can go into my brain. And the, the reason why I brought up like the feminine energy workshop before is because that's what we did throughout the day. And that really played an effect on me later on in, in the second experience. So mm-hmm. we we spoke all of um so we went through like the whole process on the on the second one because obviously I I did a lot more than um I did the first night. So I really dived deep. Like there was I could talk hours on the stuff or the stuff that I saw. But I really just like I connected with my friends that I'd lost. Like we didn't even talk. We just hugged and laughed Aww. and cried and then we went and, like watched our like memories together and like things that just made us like so happy and then it went to um, where I had this like overpowering appreciation for all the women in my life. Like, I was just so overwhelmed with. I'm like, wow, like my mom has to put up with all this stuff, like her whole life dealing with, you know, this drama, that drama, and then. I'm like looking at my circle, all the all the women that are around me and, and I'm like, wow, I would not be anywhere near the person that I am today without these powerful women. I was like, it takes so many powerful women to make just a strong man. And, and I'm like, I just really, really appreciate like every woman in my life and the amount of feminine love and, and energy that they give me because I would be nowhere near the person I am today. So when we like finish that second ceremony... I just started kissing all the women's feet. Maybe that's where the foot fetish <laughs> But I, I was just like, look, I just want to say like, thank you. Like, thank you for, for everything that you deal with. Like, you're, you know, once a month, like even periods, like that's fucking crazy. Like, thank you for, for, for putting your body through that. Like, I was just so, and I texted everyone. I was like, overwhelmed. I'm, like, I just, I love you. Thank you for putting out with, with my stuff and just being a mother and, and just having a home and, and and just feeling just incredible. I was just overwhelmed and then the third time we did it was throughout the day i'm actually like speeding over i did like a full podcast episode where i like break down everything but the third time we did it in a day and it was it was a lot of fun like i saw like my spirit animal and then i was like talking to ants i I probably looked like i was on drugs because i was like looking at an ant i was like i could kill you but i don't want to because i love you
1: (laughs) how long does the trip last for
2: uh it is it's like six to ten hours i would say like it does it does take a while to come on and it is really random because you're with like a bunch of random strangers yeah. in this hut. And I wouldn't want to do it any other way. Like yeah. it, you just really connect with people. And then there's like these shamans that are playing music and like dancing around. And it's just like, it's crazy. But people are vomiting. People are like screaming. People are, like, and it sounds it sounds so scary when I say it like that. But the reason why it's so special and so beautiful is when you hear someone vomit, you're like, oh, they're purging. So they're getting rid of all their bad, all their bad stuff that's held down in their soul and whatever else. And from seeing some people that I met on day one that had hidden like childhood trauma being molested or, or things that had really fucked, up, fucked them up their whole life and they've carried on with it to hearing them like purge and go through their stuff and just seeing the night and day difference in the human at the end of it was just so beautiful. Like it yeah. was really wild. You just see these people that have had, had this weight and this baggage just held at the back of their brain. And to just go through it, deal with the deal with the emotions, deal with the tears and and the feeling, and just getting that out of themselves and and feeling
1: just like a new person. It was wild. It was really awesome.
0: That's an experience I definitely want to have. It sounds like oh, incredible. I don't, know, I
1: don't know how I go. I don't like hallucinants. So I, my mind's too fragile. If I can it <laughs> nah. It it's. Uh,
2: look, I think that it's one of those things that if it comes to you, it's like it sounds kind of crazy, but like if it. If the opportunity presents itself, I wouldn't say no to it. That's kind of what happened to me. Like I yeah. for some reason leading up to it, there was just a bunch of people that like randomly brought it up. I was like, "Okay, I guess it's my time." But again, like it's you're kind of only afraid of your mind. Like you just it yeah. it's not I think with like any like if I do mushrooms or whatever else, you kind of like control like what you see and whatever else, but with this stuff, it shows you exactly what you need to see to move past and to move on and to grow as a person. And maybe that's half the reason why I've being able to stay like myself is because I saw kind of everything that I need to see to grow as as a human. So
1: definitely, yeah. it's definitely interesting to me. But I, like I said, yeah, I don't, I don't fuck hallucinants. <laughs> yeah. <so> I, just... <laughs> I don't recommend them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, have you? I probably can't put it. Have you done acid?
2: Of course. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't mean like that, but like I did it when I was like seventeen. When I was back, when I was living in Australia, for some reason I tried to sell some, and I've never. I didn't know how it worked, but I'd rip the little tabs off with my fingers. Turns out the acid goes in your skin and you get high from it. So I'm like trying to sell it like this. And my friend's like, oh, no, you shouldn't do that. You're going to get high. And and I was like, oh, okay, cool. Fair enough. (laughs) He's like, you need to go home now. So I started driving, and it started coming. On. Oh shit! And I, call, I called him. I'm like, "What do I do? I don't know what to." Do. I've never done it since. I fucking, I'm scared of it. But yeah, um, I'm like, I'm like, "What do I do?" Like, and he's like, "Oh, you're on a different planet right now. You need to go." And I'm like, "Why would you say that? Why would you do, <laughs> do <laughs> he's like that?" Trip, <laughs> yeah, no,
1: I don't. Yeah. Ever, ever since I've done that, I just like, nah, no, nah, I don't like fuck with the hallucinants. My mind was too fried. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you, you tried it? Yeah, I was staring yeah, at a stage for like I reckon fucking six hours just watching like the music come at me i I I think it's kind of like alcohol if you do a whole bottle of vodka
2: you're gonna have the worst time but if you have the tiniest bit you're gonna have a more enjoyable time like that's how i kind of look at like any any drugs or anything like that i'm like okay well i could take it to the extreme and get absolutely blasted and end up on space yeah or i could just take like the tiniest little bit and then it can be more enjoyable and I can monitor myself a little bit better.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: I, Cause I mean- it, Cause then you get scared of it. Right.
0: <laughs> I was, was, that, no, I was <laughs>
1: that's a great willpower, bro. <laughs> I, know yeah. oh, yeah. I know that when it comes. Do
0: you drink alcohol still? Cause I know a lot of people in LA kind of veer away from alcohol.
2: Yeah, I stopped drinking in April. So I
1: have been
0: at a drop since. Oh, so you, you don't drink anymore?
1: No. Wow. How are you realizing that? Because we've spoken... We've
0: spoken about doing that. Yeah, like, like, we're, we're so over alcohol. I'm
1: so getting over it. Like I just find... It, I reckon it suppresses you and it, stuff, it fucks you up from doing what you want to do like the next yeah. day to a couple of days later.
2: Yeah. I've just found that it's such a... And it's probably the same here. It's such a crazy culture. Like everyone goes out and gets fucked up and has has a crazy time. And I think that's fine. Like go do your thing. Have fun. But for me, it just wasn't serving me. Like I, yeah. I I was just getting caught in this like cycle of being in LA where like there's always something on, there's always something to do. And I had like this FOMO that I was gonna miss out. And then as soon as I was just like, oh actually like doesn't serve me, like none of these people are gonna be millionaires in the next year. Like they all they're gonna do is drink and party and, and spend money. So mm-hmm. what like how am I gonna be different? Okay, I'm gonna do the thing that's difficult that no one else is doing, that stop drinking and stop going out and just focus on work. So yeah, it was more just like a personal choice I was like I I need to I want to be the hottest version of myself in 12 months time and I want to be the smartest version the most successful version of myself and the one thing that's going to slow me down is drinking and going out and partying so I was just like okay well let's pump the brakes a little bit and I just made it a rule like for the next 12 months I'm not going to drink I'm not going to do anything I'm just going to stay focused on the end goal and then in 12 months time I'm going to reward myself And if I, if I want to drink or whatever else, but I feel so much better. Like you you have a good sleep. Like you can, and also like I go to events and I go out and I'm there for, for whatever time and I can take everyone home and everyone's safe. And I just feel a lot more accomplished
1: about it, but I sound like an old man. You no, don't.
0: I love that We're so on board with you that You never, hey. yeah
1: You never hear anyone say That they regret Quit drinking You know what I mean No one ever says yeah. They regret it <laughs> they Yeah, always no one true, regrets yeah, it I mean, no Everyone's I'm like it. thriving Yeah, no one regrets yeah. it They always say Oh, I regret drinking that night They never say like oh, I That's regret it yeah, And sure.
0: we, we get such bad anxiety The next day I mean, we yeah. have bad anxiety Anyway but it like, <laughs> <laughs> It
1: just makes it Just peak <laughs> even but, more
0: But yeah but we, we hate the peaking I reckon I reckon next year I don't think we're gonna be drinking To be honest
1: oh, I'm, I'm definitely slowing down now like yeah. I've got a couple of events this weekend and I have no desire yeah. to get drunk at them. yeah
2: I think it, it just starts with like okay just counting your drinks that's what that's the first thing I did I started counting my drinks and then I made like the first the first goal I did it was like from the start of the year this was like two years ago start of the year I'm gonna not drink until my birthday so then I have like a time because I feel like even when you're getting ready for a show or like preparing for anything you kind of like put things in place to like yeah. make yourself the best version for that time frame and you kind of like it's like an easy goal to hit so that was kind of that's the best advice I could give is like just just focus to be like okay from and maybe unless your birthday's in December then don't do that but <laughs> so okay I'm not gonna drink
1: until
0: my
2: birthday
1: and then <laughs> and then
2: go from there um,
0: that's awesome
1: alright so let's speak about your um, OnlyFans yeah so yeah. You reckon – I read something that you reckon you made 100K in 24 hours from one video. Yeah. Tell Is me the right? cheat code. <laughs> Tell me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was a sex tape. Yeah,
2: it was a sex tape. Who with? Uh, it was this other influencer that actually got me in a lot of trouble. Uh, no, she – yeah, she was great. We were, we were seeing each other like a few years ago and she she was with the same agency and she was doing OnlyFans and um, yeah, we saw someone else do like a, a, a similar sex tape and I'm like, wow, I wonder how well she's doing with that. And we were just fooling around and she's like, let's film it. And then, uh, yeah, I, I guess it was just also like with OnlyFans, people constantly like want more and more and more. And I was like, okay, well, I don't know what else I can do. So here you go.
1: Yeah. What's, yeah. what's your um, – because I saw I went I clicked on it. Yours is a free subscription. So like you subscribe for free obviously. And then what, yeah. you DM them for extra content or how does it work like that?
2: Yeah, yeah. So what happens is obviously there's, there's like a normal feed and it's more like – the grid feed is just more like Instagram content. So people can see it. It's, it's like high quality, like photo shoots, whatever else, like some shirtless, whatever. But if you want to, the more like intimate stuff, you kind of have to build a relationship with me first and like talk to me and whatever else. So in the DMs, like if you go, to, there's obviously DMs, you can ask for stuff. But if you go VIP, that's where like the sex tape and everything else was like sold and, and pushed out. It, it won't go to any anyone else.
0: Can you share with us how much you've earned on OnlyFans?
2: (laughs) A fair few million. (laughs) Million? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Million. So you've earned millions on OnlyFans?
2: Yeah,
1: a few million. Wow, that's crazy. How many people do you reckon you have on subscribe to? Well, you could probably see. How many people?
2: I think there's like 200,000 or maybe a little bit less.
1: What's the wildest thing you've been DM'd to do?
2: Oh, people just. People just ask, like, I ask to be like, oh, "Can can I be your slave and whatever else?" I'm like, "Look, <laughs> I'm okay. Like, I don't, <laughs> I, you, know. you don't need to do that."
1: But like, have you had anyone say like, "Hey, mate, can you take a photo or a video of you doing this with the banana?" And you've gone, "Okay, you've offered me <laughs> ten grand." No, I
2: see. I kind of I kind of draw the line. Like where when I did the sex tape, I was more like oh I'm pressured and, and I think that kind of happens with OnlyFans like you people expect so much because there is a crazy content on there and I was like oh fuck like what do I do and now I'm like more like pulled back I'm like well I don't want to do that and that doesn't actually turn me on I'd rather like build an audience and a community instead of like just being seen as like a piece of meat because I think that's kind of what happened when mm-hmm. I went on a reality show is like especially that one that was hyper sexualized everyone just like sees you as like some horn bag so I've just been like
1: trying to pull away from that. Pull away from that. Yeah. I would, I've always thought about doing one, but I just don't think my ego could take it when I only have like three subscriptions. It's like, <laughs> it's, three it's three subscriptions. like my barista, the weird guy across the road. <laughs> <laughs> and Probably Anna checking in on me. <laughs> been, yeah, I don't want to see it. I don't think Fuck. my ego could take that. <laughs> You'll be fine. You'll you be, be great. Be fine. <laughs> you subscribe to you, Matt You'd subscribe Yeah, there you <laughs> go I'll take care of you <laughs> Check out what I'm up to on there Yeah, make sure you're okay
0: <laughs> How long do you reckon you'll do OnlyFans for it? Does it have like a timeline?
2: Oh, I said I was going to retire before the end of the year But <laughs> it's getting close <laughs> So I don't know I just, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm having fun with it So maybe in the next six months I might wrap it up
0: How does your partners feel about you having OnlyFans?
2: Because I spend so much money on them They're pretty okay with it Yeah <laughs> Yeah, like they get their allowance. It's hard to get mad when there's like, oh, here's a new bag. Yeah, they get
1: their <laughs> allowance each week. Is
0: there any tea that you have for us? Um, we're about to wrap up, but anything that you want to kind of share or spill or something a bit juicy to kind of tie up the interview?
1: Yeah. <laughs> oh, I feel like I've given you guys everything. I've doing, you you doing a lot, <laughs> you've been great, mate. You've been honestly, yeah. <laughs> I think i told you everything.
0: No, you've been great. It's honestly been great to me you. Um, yeah. You're super down to earth. Thanks for coming on the podcast. We really appreciate it. It's
1: been a pleasure, man. No, I appreciate
2: you guys. Thank you so much. Thanks. Thanks. Thanks, thanks, man. Thank you. Thanks, mate. Thank you. Cheers, guys. <laughs>